now that you know that these people are real people, do you feel uh, a sense of remorse? Back when I was doing this, I was on a lot of drugs. What what made you snitch? What made you turn state's evidence? I snitched on someone that... I mean, but you wanted to be a gangster. You know that the mob has a code, Omerta. There's consequences now. Did a week in jail for stealing a half a billy, man. A half a billion dollars a week in jail. Damn. I was snitching on him no matter in what. In 10 years, we're going to cut this tape back and you're going to eat your words. Stop whatever the fuck you're doing right now. Prepare to be shocked. This is On The Road Podcast. That's Sincere Show. Ray Trapani. I'm Jason Derulo. All right, so Ray, so you have something that's about to happen that's very, very special. You have a documentary about yourself on Netflix. Can you tell us what it's about? Um, it's my whole life story, but the main focus is um, about a cryptocurrency story, about a cryptocurrency I created back in 2017. Um, I had a car rental business down in Miami, and I was basically just renting out Ferraris, Lambos, everything like that. And then people started talking about cryptocurrency. And we tried investing, me and my boy, my partner at the time, and we just had been losing. And then everybody was talking about uh, like an ICO, which was just an initial coin offering, which was basically, I had no idea about the industry at all. When I watched that trailer, to me, this looks like the, like the modern day kind of narcos kind of situation that is, it's totally different because it's cryptocurrency, right? It's, it's you, you're not selling drugs, you know, but you but you're selling cryptocurrency. You're you're selling a a different kind of product that is digital. Would you say it's kind of like a similar kind of thing? In what regard, you mean? So just the with with the the jets, the the cars. I mean, it just looks like this crazy lavish life that you built off of, you know, off of the criminal criminality. Yeah, the the it's fully off the criminality aspect of it. But the crazy thing about crypto is it's really just like a made money, right? You basically essentially create a coin and you're printing money. It's the craziest, most bizarre thing in the world. Like now I still look at crypto like it's besides like the Bitcoin, Ethereum, those like the real deal ones that there's, there's so much money in it that it'll never fail. Mm -hmm. But when you create it, like all these, all most of these smaller coins, they just all... Printed money. Yeah, like Dogecoin and all of these yeah, little it's random. It's the most wild yeah. thing in the world. Like, you can just mm -hmm. go on there. You Like, we paid a guy in Upwork to just create it, like, to write the code for it. And you just print 100 million of it. And you pick your price, how much you want to sell it for. So, so hold on. Let's let's rewind back a yeah. little bit, right? So, it's it's 2017, yes, right? Yes. You... And you, you and your friend, your homeboy, y'all doing this car rental business. Is it is it successful? Are you guys making money doing that? Yeah, we were eating. So you eating good. You in Miami. You out. You partying. People know you. Are you a known person? You kind of behind the scenes. What would you, what, no, was I was you? a known person. I owned the business. I'm saying, uh, as far as a car rental, everybody knew you. Like you yeah. was a. What would you say? Um, as far as like social media, did you have like a big back, following? Back or? at back then, like the the Miami Exotics company had like 20k. But which was all right. It yeah, wasn't for sure. Like, which yeah, was, for a car rental service. Yeah, sure. exactly. Like, you know, probably 5K that's bought, but like 15K over like two years of business. You know, if the, in the beginning, you buy them shits to make that shit look official, right? You know, just coming to Miami, I was like 24. Yeah. You know, I had never opened a business. You was coming, coming to Miami from? From New York. From New York? Okay. Yeah. 
I want to even take it back further. Yeah, right? I think we got to go back. Yeah, we got to get we got to get to know the guy, the man, the myth, the legend, right? So, growing up in New York, like, what was your upbringing like as far as family and your surroundings and stuff like that? So my that's uh where like my criminality really begins is back okay. home, right? <laughs> okay. So I was I had a fucked up childhood, like yeah. um, just mad abusive. I don't want to get into like certain particular details with shit. Mm-hmm. But um, that's one thing that Netflix doesn't show is like even the opening line of the the trailer, right, is about how I always want to be a criminal. That whole, really the context behind that was how I was abused as a kid and then surrounded by criminality. And that's why I always want to be a criminal as a kid, right? 100%. So, which is, you know, a lot of people that have been through struggle understand that shit and they just go into life wanting to be a criminal as a kid. I, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I don't know if it's a want, but it's... Normal, right? Like we, we make criminality normal as children. We seeing it happen all the time. The guys we look up to, they in fancy cars, they got the beautiful women, and then they're doing stuff that the government deems as being a criminal act. And we like, man, I want to get money like exactly money, like this yeah. guy. I want to yeah, be that's, like that, that guy. That's the role model, right? The, yeah. the, the guys that are getting the girls, the guys that have the nice cars. This is this is who we're looking up to because those are the role models. You know, we want to be like them. So I mean. So, so you you start off in in New York. So you uh, have this this crazy upbringing. Then, like, what's next? Like, how do you get to Miami, and how do you start the exotics? So, like, as far as do you want to just all right, we can jump right to that because like, there's a lot of fraud that's in the documentary that's before that as well. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. You know, Let's so, talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, wait, wait, wait. Let me just say this: these things that because you 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 essentially were charged and convicted for the crypto scam. Yeah, originally I was charged and convicted for the crypto scam, but I ended up cooperating. That's why I'm not in jail. Now, my question is, so I was, were you charged and convicted for the things before that? Because if yeah, not, so I don't want to talk you, about it. You are. So when you cooperate, you have to admit to every crime you ever did in your okay, life. Okay, so 12 You talked about everything. Yeah, so, so us I, talking about it here on the podcast is not getting nobody locked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not Vlad yeah. TV, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to make sure we put that out there. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to talk about this in its totality. He's already confessed to his crimes. He's already did the time. He's already been judged for whatever he's done. So we making sure, you know, we we, we here for the people. You know what I mean? So yes. go ahead. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, so originally my first big crime was like a prescription fraud, right? With pills back in the day, I had basically stolen a pad and then I got this kid that was a professional handwriter and then he would write out, I would just get like a doctor to give me a script for like Ave or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we would just write out unlimited amounts of scripts for pills. So that was like a prescription fraud like little ring I ran back in the day when I was like 18, 17. How much money would you say you made doing that? Probably over a year, like probably a little bit less than like half a million. Okay, that's, that's but like pretty good. under 18. Of you know? course, that's wow. and that's like after coming from yeah. like a single mom home, poor, like broke, you know, always struggling. So like we were eating, you know. Yeah. So you was the man. From I was the man, but I was also already addicted to drugs. Right? So you so, were doing the drugs and yeah. selling the drugs. Okay. So that's where like my downfall always was, was that I was always throughout all this time. Like I, I uh, had gotten a bad car accident when I was like 16, face all chopped up into pieces, and they prescribed me Oxycontin when I was like mm. 16. And then mm. I, from there on out, I was just ripping and running, doing drugs, but then I was also hustling and always selling drugs. Right? I, I got a big settlement. First thing I did was bought like 10 ounces of Coke. I was just... Selling drugs, so that was like my childhood, right? So then that's kind of just peaks and valleys in my life up until like when I start to move to Miami, right? 
where I was like, all right, I got some bread put together. Let me move down to Miami and try to open a business. I was doing. How, how much money did you come to Miami with? Um, it wasn't just that I had like, you know, quarter million cash maybe, but I or like something like that, like actually like liquid cash. But I also had got credit access to a lot of credit, mm -hmm. which is you know more important than the money actually at that point. When you want to get you know of half course. a million dollar cars and all that type of shit. So then I moved down here, and then like I'm just basically I had like access to credit through a few different people, right? Like when you're doing a car business, it's hard to just get like multiple cars in your own name. Mm. So you have to just basically get this person to sign for a couple cars. You put down the down payments, and basically make like. But it was all like um, I I was able to get like ten cars, right? I got Aston, Lambo, uh, Bentley, all those type of shit. Partner with a company down here, and the business was going good. You know, like that business was. I should have just stayed right there. Legit, yeah. it was legit. Yeah, it was going good. You, were you servicing a lot of like celebrities and high end clientele yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. I might have got a car from you back then. I was <laughs> out here, you know what I'm saying? For sure. <laughs> yeah, like my 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 boy that I had partnered with is still doing it out here. Oh, that's what's up. And they're killing it. Like I should have stayed with that business. I, like realistically, if I wasn't like if I was level headed, I would have never been like, all right, let, let me get back into mm -hmm. fraud, right? But I just always like. Like I said, like was chasing that dream of just being like the biggest criminal. Still. Yeah, like more. I, but you always want more, more, more too. Yeah, yeah, and that's my issue. That was always my issue. You know, it, it took me till like after all the shit to be kind of calmed down and settled down. I mean, essentially, you 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 a genius, right? Like you figuring out how to make money, how to put things together. You got these people doing this over here, and you making money off cars, you make money off pills, and then you say, let me venture into something new. That nobody really was paying attention to, and this is the crypto market, right? Yeah. So, so let's let's expand on that. Like, how did that? What what really caught your attention about cryptocurrency? Because, I mean, honestly, I really first heard about it during like the pandemic. Everybody's raving about yeah. it, like oh, like crypto. A lot of the guys that got in early, I mean, made bank, especially during the pandemic. Like, and that was late. That, that was, was late, late, right? So, so mm -hmm. even would you say 2017 is late? Compared to some of the guys, yeah, that were yeah, in like 11, 2011 is like that real early, but like only nerds was really fucking with it back yeah. then, right? Like, like uh, or people that was selling drugs on Silk Road, like which is I don't know if you ever heard of that. That's like the online uh, drug platform that people used to sell drugs, and that's like the only people that had Bitcoin in the beginning. I never, what, I never yeah. heard Bitcoin of Bitcoin was really it was, useful. Yeah, it was like a, a different kind of black market. Yeah, it's yeah. still it, they still got them like the the dark web mm -hmm. or whatever. Like they. People doing hits on there and everything with, with yeah yeah like oh, Silk Road is like the original one that guy got life life in jail um, the guy who started Silk Road got yeah. life in okay yeah it's crazy, crazy out here <laughs> so so after you get the crypto and you you're able to sell it what was the first price point that you were selling it for uh, so it was one Ethereum it's always in in cryptocurrency values mm -hmm. which. People that understand or like know cryptocurrency, one Ethereum today is like two thousand dollars, but it was it was one Ethereum for two hundred central coins. But back then, Ethereum was only like two fifty a coin, so it's basically a dollar a coin. So you had to buy the Ethereum first. Yeah, so like that's how it always it works. Like um, essentially, like as soon as you invest one Ethereum, it automatically sends you back your coins. Okay. So like, there's no. It's like basically negates the scam part of it right like if someone's sending you money and you're not getting their central coins back but it, it's it's called a smart contract that you like a developer codes out that as soon as they send the ethereum so like everything's on the ethereum blockchain mm -hmm. which only people like that really understand crypto will care about 
but it, I think that part is really um, not that important. So like the the crazy thing was we just basically took a whole business plan from some company overseas and copied it, and then basically within like a month and a half had a few million dollars that people invested in. So what? So what was the marketing plan for this? So you got the, now you got the. Did you? So it's fake in the beginning, or is it real in the beginning? The beginning is fully fake. It's fake. We ended up going real after we raised a lot of money, right? So, but in the beginning, it's fully fake. We're it's just fake. like, well, like let's just. But what does fake mean exactly? Because it, because everybody is creating the coins. So why is why is this particular coin fake? So it's not when fake is a weird word, right? But um, so what we're based on is that we're creating a debit card, mm -hmm. right? That will you'll be able to spend your cryptocurrency in real time mm -hmm. with a Visa and MasterCard. We had said that we already had a branded card from Visa and MasterCard. We had never even spoke to Visa and MasterCard. Mm. And then our team page on our website had like CEO, executives. Made up. Completely taken <laughs> off the internet, just pictures mm. of people. But I say somewhere like your granddad was a CEO or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was, that was actually after we actually, people had found out that the real CEO was fake. We had to kill him off, and we said he died in a car accident. <laughs> oh, shit. Him and the other person had died in a car accident. We were like, all right, now we need another CEO. Because we didn't want to put our faces as the CEO because we were so young and like yeah. we had no real experience. Mm -hmm. And um, like even our LinkedIn's, like my LinkedIn said I went to Harvard. You know? <laughs> and the funniest you shit you never seen Harvard. <laughs> well, you never stepped foot at Harvard. <laughs> God so, damn. Yo, this, is, this is like masterminding on a whole nother level. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so you you went to Harvard. <laughs> so, okay. So, back to what I was asking about the, the marketing strategy, right? Because this is the genius part to me, right? Like being able to get people to believe this is real. And this, put their money into this legitimately to where you can live this lavish lifestyle. Like, what was that part of it? So now you got the you got it all set up. You're like, all right, now we need to get some real money in this thing. How did you start to raise money? What was that strategy? Um, so so we were just doing press releases and then going in. They had like a bunch of like these these nerdy crypto chat rooms, right? And you just go pitch your ideas in them pretty much. And there's a thing called Bitcoin Talk. It was just a bunch of small scale this like things. on Reddit or pretty much like a Bitcoin Reddit. Okay. Exact same thing, exactly. That's really what it is. But then one day we saw out of nowhere, right? Like we had raised like half a million just off like hustling and bustling, like every day, just like pitching that shit. And then one day out of nowhere, someone puts out this article and it says that Centratech is a part of this bank. And it's like this old white guy, Cliff Hot, and two million dollars came in. We're like, who is this guy? Like, we didn't even know. So we, oh, some random. Random guy. Mm -hmm. And we're like, we jumped in our chat room like, yeah, we love that guy. Like, that's our guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and people like swear by this guy. He's like the, he created some sort of like uh, linguistics. I don't even know what the fuck you call it, really. He basically created this bot that searches the internet, right? But it made a mistake. And mm. it basically overlapped us with a bank in his software that, so he essentially put out a press release that Century looks like the real deal. Two million comes in. And we were like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I remember sitting on my balcony. It was in, I was sitting, I was living in Lauderdale at the time. And I'm like, just, every day I was just refreshing, you know, sitting on my shit refreshing. I, the car business, like I had kept a few cars, but I was focused on this, right? Yeah. I just remember seeing like another 100,000, like, 
that big amounts didn't really come in yet, you know? So like 100,000, 200,000, like another 500,000. It was like, what the fuck? Like, this is wild shit. And then um, I hit up my boy and then we, he was like, yeah, Cliff, some guy, Cliff High. And like, we're like, all right, let's look at, look him up, you know? And then we're like, we had created like, um, everybody that creates a coin basically creates like a thing called the Slack channel, which is like a chat room. Um, and then we're like in there like, yeah, like Cliff High, we had spoken to him. You know, this is great news that he put out this press release, you know, basically just riding it, riding it out. And then Cliff High like backtracked on his Twitter or whatever. But people didn't sell. Like that was the craziest thing about this whole thing. So did he get his money back? So he wasn't the one that invested. He put a press release out, but so many people sending money. So many people believed in him that they were invested. Understood. But maybe they didn't. Maybe they seen the press release uh, saying that you guys were legit, and they didn't see the, the retraction. No, they saw the retraction, and and so it, why why weren't they? It was just that right away we were like, all right, so let's jump on a. He retracted, and we reached out to him. We we're like, let's jump in on an interview. And through that, it was like this frenzy in cryptocurrency talking about let this big interview with Cliff High and us. And he killed us in that. We looked like my partner that took the interview, he looked terrible. Like everything, <laughs> he called out everything. And just fucking, I was, we were, it was so bizarre because like nothing changed. We were just pitching like the people in the chat room and they would just believe us. But Cliff High was just smarter. He was just better. He knew, yeah, he knew what was yeah, going on. He really on. knew. Yeah. And he just basically shit on us in that. But so I mean, what was Cliff? What was my boy Cliff saying, man? Cliff, Cliff sound like he was Cliff, legit, man. Yeah, he what was trying it? to help the people. Yeah, what was he was <laughs> really was. He he got roped into this shit later down the line. It's crazy because we brought him on to work with us because after a while, like we had made so much. <laughs> y'all made so much money. Y'all brought him. <laughs> Cliff, we bought him. My boy we bought him. Yeah, everybody got a price, Cliff, man. Cliff, 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 what, what was what was Cliff's price, man? What was Cliff's price? <laughs> we was just paying him as like. Um, Consultant? Yeah, consultant. Just like 500K a year, some crazy <laughs> shit like that. Damn, Cliff. Yeah, yeah, Cliff. People still love him, so I feel bad for him because he, he really wasn't trying to go. He, but that's what would happen is these YouTubers would put out these bad articles about us, and every single one of them, we'd just buy them, right? Sooner or later, they would come back like- they'd Oh, no, they're get the, the real deal. Yeah. They, at first, like some of them right away would take the bread and just take it down, whatever, or put out a new- We'd make them put out a new video like they made a mistake- and they would always do it, but then a couple of them were like playing hard ass. They were like, more like, we're here for the people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we legit, don't want legit. the money. And Give then them like, like two weeks. Would you take six hundred thousand? Yeah, yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> Not even that much. Ten bands. Like they would come back in That's two weeks wow. and be like, they'd be like, oh, you know, my kid's sick. You know, right? Something. Yeah, and you'd be like, I got you. Like, but and the crazy thing is, you pay them in Centro coins. Money. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yo, this is you paid pure, it in the fake money. Yo, this is pure gold right here. So, yeah. So they was turning it to John down and then they was they knew it was fake and then they was still taking the fake currency. But they would sell it, right? They would sell it right away and get their Ethereum get and cash out, whatever. Back, yeah. Some people, some people probably believed in in uh in the coin at that point too. Yeah, everybody was loving that coin for a while. And then what we did. So we had, at this point, we have like millions of dollars, right? We're like, all right, we need some real people. And then we got Floyd Mayweather, and he did a commercial for us. Um, and then DJ Khaled also did a commercial for us. I'm, that's, that's pretty big right there. Yeah. yeah, you went for the big guns. Yeah. How much you pay those guys, you don't mind? I think Floyd got a million. Woo. Khaled probably got like a quarter mil. Yeah. Yeah, those, they, but they didn't know. They had no idea. Y'all just was like, hey, we got this. Literally, company, yeah, 
Damn, Floyd, you getting a million just to say something real, huh? Yeah, he did like two two video Instagram <laughs> posts where like we sent them a uh basically what we did was we like didn't have the card real cards yet, right? So we made like a I took it my debit card, sent it to one of those companies that's like makes your card into a metal card. Mm. Made like a metal centric card, sent it to him, and then he basically just went to the store and was like buying underwear with my centric card, swiped it. Showed it like we had this fake app. That's hilarious. So what? So so why couldn't you just get the shit to work? Yeah, like a real credit card or go and do business with Visa or Mastercard and so, make it happen. So we once we had raised millions of dollars, that's when we were like, all right, once like once we had Floyd, we were already trying to go legit, right? Mm-hmm. Like when we got those guys, we were already in this transition period where like we never knew it was gonna get to this point, right? We were just trying to make a bag and just like we didn't know where it was gonna go. But once you get like 10, 20, 30 million, you're like, all right, you know. Yeah, let's figure this out. Yeah, let's figure this shit out. Yeah, for sure. And um, from there, like the company starts to go legit, but it was built on a house of cards, right? Mm -hmm. So like it was bound to sooner or later fall apart. It's like a Ponzi scheme. Like you, because you actually living off the money too. You you, you having this extravagant lifestyle, you on PJs, you're giving away a million dollars to this guy. So it's like, yeah, you spending the money, it's money coming in, but. The money you spent is gone. There's no way to really replace that unless yeah. the numbers just get astronomical. But but the, the 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 crazy thing that also happened was like we had raised two hundred thousand Ethereum, which when we raised it was two hundred fifty a coin. Then there was a crypto boom, so Ethereum went to a thousand a coin. So it went from like twenty five million to two hundred million. So y'all y'all really had that then. And then the Centric coin. Was just doing so well. That shit was six dollars a coin. So you're talking about a hundred. You created a hundred million. That's a almost a billion dollar company at one point. Oh wow! You know, like well, we we held thirty two million centric coins in like our pocket while we sold the rest of the coins. That's what raised the the two hundred thousand Ethereum. But the company was valued at like some wild number. You know, at least half half a bill. So was it a like a you guys were trying to go legit, but you were knocking on the doors and people weren't. Uh, receptive or what? No, the the crazy thing is when we had got arrested, mm-hmm. it was fully legit. We had the cards, so you figured out how to yeah get the card because that's what a lot of people want. They want to be able to use a Bitcoin or whatever and swipe. I mean, it's, the shit is genius if 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 it's if, you, if, yeah, it's, if, right. if it's legit. Yeah. Yeah. Like you see, Crypto.com Arena. That's a that's what that company was founded on. It used to be an old company called. Uh, Monero or a different company that was also a scam, but it was just in a different country. And now they rebranded, came to America, they're crypto.com, and they have an arena that they bought Staples yeah, Center. They bought Staples. Damn. Like that so could have been us. That could have been y'all. That could have been us. Be yeah, but y'all eyes. got caught. <laughs> y'all fucking got caught. <laughs> yeah. Yo, this is a this is an amazing story. Like my my thing is how much money. Ultimately, because because essentially, did you steal money from people? Is that what the crime was? Ultimately, it's, it's a it's a weird thing because a lot of people even made money off Centric Coins, right? But you can't like that's like a cop out for me to say to say people made money. Like we we were built on a on a lie, and people lost money, yeah. and that's a serious thing, right? So like that's where like of course you're sorry. The hard part when people ask me like, do I feel sorry? That's like a common question I get, and. The thing is, I don't know any of the people, right? Besides just not knowing them, I never seen their face. Mm-hmm. And they were literally like a guppy in a chat room, like with like some crazy name, like, yeah. you know, Kingfish28. Right. Right, right. And mm-hmm. you're like, they're giving you a million dollars, you know, or like some company in 
South Korea gave us like 15 million. Like, I don't know them. I just know their name that's like in a chat room. That's where it's like a little weird. Like, um, what I think is super interesting, like when you met me, mm-hmm. did you ever ask me what I did? Yeah. And did you ever speak about this company? This is the most no. interesting aspect of this whole conversation, in my opinion. For sure. So me and Jason had met in where we, where we met at the casino, yep. right? Mm-hmm. You want to go ahead? Yeah, for sure. So um, this is how it happened. So go to the Hard Rock. Hard Rock was, you know, my spot. Um, and I would go very, What know, city? Hollywood, Hard Rock. Um, and I frequent there, you know. Um, at that time, I, I wasn't I wasn't as as frequent. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I wasn't as frequent. But I did go and I tried to get a, a a table. Everybody was gambling this night. It was just like crazy. All the tables was taken. So I go and I see one guy just sitting by himself. So I'm just like, all right, cool. Let me go sit at this table right here. Uh, the 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 um, what do you call those guys? The the umpire, the 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 host, the pit host. He's like. Oh no nah, no nah, this is this is reserved, and then the guy that's sitting at the table, Ray, he's like, he's good. <laughs> I'm like, well, who the fuck is this motherfucker? Yeah. I'm the guy. <laughs> I'm the guy. Um, but then I look over, and then it's just piles of bread. He just got piles of, of chips, just like hundreds of thousands, uh, in chips. I'm like, oh okay, I get it. Yeah, he's a, he's a big spender. Yeah, he, he's a big spender. Um, but very young guy. He all he has with him is a, is a backpack. Um, so we get to talking, uh, and then we we form uh, like a uh, like a gambling friendship. You know, like mm-hmm. when 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 you're on the table with somebody and you're spending a lot of time with them, we start gambling together and shit. And then that goes to uh, us like you know calling each other. Yo, you going out? You you going over there tonight? Yeah, yeah, cool. So we we build a rapport through gambling. Through gambling. Mm-hmm. But I'm like. How how is how is this motherfucker making all this money? Yeah. Um, and then you did start to tell me, um, but you you didn't you didn't go really in depth with it. My whole thing was I never wanted you to invest in the company because I genuinely liked you, right? Mm-hmm. So like I that was like something like I I never I always prided myself on that. A lot of my friends asked me to invest in the company, and I always told them not to invest. And it was a weird thing. Why you thing. ain't investing me? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it was such a weird thing to say, right? Why people you ain't like, give me a million to promote? <laughs> people, people are like, yo, you got so much bread right now. Like, you're yeah. doing so well. Why don't you want me to invest in your company? And you don't know what to say because you don't want to tell them what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? So that was just such a weird aspect. I remember the like the, the second night, we had gambled like back-to-back nights. And we had just, we, we both did really well. But we weren't like coloring up our chips that much and we mm. ended up just having like a stack of chips chips just everywhere. couldn't see us and it was it, it was so much fun is because it was like we can't lose we can't <laughs> lose the shit was crazy i would lose he would just replenish my shit i was like oh we lit this is my boy right this here. is my dog we can i can't lose nigga even if i was losing that's right <laughs> uh so yeah yeah we had some had some good times but uh even if if we went to the strip club or something he'll have had his book bag, and I know he got just a gang of cash in his mouth. I was like, bro, you can't, you can't just be walking, walking around, around Miami yeah. with his fucking like. But he didn't give a fuck. Couple like, I always had my strap on me first off, but I always walked around with it's Miami. Stand your ground. Yeah, no, nah, it was a licensed gun. <laughs> it was yeah, a licensed gun. Ground, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jazz but pop, man. I, come over here with. That. I was walking around with at least two fifty on me at all times. Of course, crazy. You know, I don't mean to take a dark turn, but um, do you feel safe 
I feel completely fine, realistically. Like my one co one of the other co-founders tried to get me killed while this whole shit was going on. Like after we had got locked up, and the people from the hood called me and basically told me what he was trying to do. Like mm. people from where I'm from called me. Like I always feel good. But what about those? Cause you cause you say like. It's a name. What about Big Fish 07? You know what I mean? Or, or some guy in North Korea or South Korea, excuse me, who who put that 15 million up or some company or some, right, who ended up having to hold that bag. I mean, this is pretty recent too, right? Yeah. Like, you don't contemplate. Like, I won't I'm going to tell you right now, if it's me, you know what I'm saying? If I invested in that, for sure. And now, you know, with this documentary coming out, they're gonna see the face to the guy that, you know, they maybe they didn't know at first and they know now. I mean, do you you truly feel like you good? Um, like I'm not gonna go to South Korea. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's what place you stayed away from. Yeah, I'll they, stay away that, from that's South the fifteen Korea. million. Yeah, but I'll <laughs> like as far as like going around the United States and doing whatever I do, like I just will never live in like hiding, right? Of course. So, so you, I think a lot of people have you know, done some fucked up shit and, and they have some sort of like, you know, look over their shoulder type of feeling regularly, but I just kind of live my life and go about my emotions the way I do. You know, I, you know, I, I don't really, I think but about that, but I don't. But do you, do you feel at this point, um, now that you know that these people are real people, do you feel a, a sense of remorse? Yeah, so like when I seen the guy in the trailer, for instance, right? That was a real person. I could feel bad for that person. I see his real face. And I hear I hear him sad about the money that he lost. I can feel sorry about it, especially nowadays. Like back when I was doing this, I was on a lot of drugs. I'm mm -hmm. sober now forever. So like for seven years now. So like I feel people's actual pain. Yeah. Congratulations. Right? I haven't done, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I'm a healthy person. I live like I got kids now. I live a regular life. And um, so like I can feel so, people's so you, pain. So you, you don't. So you were not in your in your in your right mind, you feel like? No, like if you want to talk about like the amount of drugs I was doing, I was taking twenty five Xanax a day. Wow, shit! And then anybody that's done one Xanax, one two milligram Xanax, I was taking twenty five a day. When you met me, that's how I was. Like I was walking around. Like people talk about Wolf of Wall Street, like the similarities. He talks about like how people don't realize how many drugs you can get to a certain extent. Like when you're able to just afford endless amounts, it was crazy. Like I before, and people don't realize like. As fucked up as this whole situation is, like, I used to be, like, there was a point there where I was shooting heroin back in the day. And, like, I haven't done no drugs like that in 15 years. But th during this whole time of Centra, I was on 20, 25 Xanax every single day. So, like, of course I feel bad, but my life has just taken such a positive turn ever since my arrest. And, like, it's... It's like a, such a weird thing like that. Your brain almost can't process, right? Like, cause you have such the, these good feelings of like, you know, you're doing the right thing and you change your life around. You, you get married, you have kids, you know, you're, you're paying back your debt to the, to the government, like, which goes back to the victims. I don't, I can't live like in this, like, sh I don't live in like a shady world anymore. I, I live positive life. Like my goal through doing this wasn't to really, um, like applaud the crime, but I think it's, you know, a story that just is a good story, right? Like top to bottom, I wrote a book on it and Netflix was interested in it. And, you know, I, I mean, your, your story is as American as apple pie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, shit. I mean, most, you know, if we want to talk about the history of America and the people that built 
America, I mean, this shit was built on crime and crime families. I mean, from the Rockefellers on up, right? Like, they had literal documentaries on what these people did to become wealthy. I'm not advocating for it. I'm not saying that it's a good thing, but it's just the reality of the world that we live in. I mean, there's a lot of things that, I mean, even if you get into the drug and pharmaceutical industry, the same people that put you on it when you were 16 years old, they profit from the pain and the heartache of people like you and myself, just normal people, and they they putting these crazy prices on narcotics, essentially, legally, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, they're, and they're making billions and trillions of dollars off of this. So, you know, I, I wouldn't say one guy or one person is, is better than the other. Um, but what I, what I do want to ask is, walk us through the arrest, right? Like, when does it happen? What's going on at the time? Like, give us a, 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 just a real description of what, how this, the, the arrest goes down. So, a few months before um, my co-founders had got arrested, me and my co-founders got in a fight, like a bad argument, because they had owed me like half a million for something that was from the car business, actually, um, that I had a loan out that I needed to, like, I was like, I need to pay pay this back. We made all this bread with this. Like, let's take this bread and, and pay that pay half a million, back. right? Yeah. It was only are you right. are you rich off the crypto at yeah, that but time too? It it was more. It wasn't that I wanted him to pay the whole thing. I said split it with me. We had made the debt together. Like you know, it didn't matter how much money we had. It was only it was right. Separate, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's principal at that point. Yeah, it was only principal. And this the kid that's my co-founder. I went to high school with. Mm -hmm. So like, there's a lot of history there, right? Like, and we never really. We're friends, like the whole time, like in all these different businesses. It was just like, it's a weird, like there's a whole. You could do a set of things. You could do a set of things. <clears throat> let's do something together. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We're both good at what we're good at. And um, so we had gotten a bad fight over that. And then like almost a fist fight in the office. Right. And I had left like a few months before the rest started happening. And um, then I'm at the casino, actually, a uh, different casino playing this like $250,000 poker game. And uh, it was at like a, one of these Miami casinos. And I, and I was just sitting there. I get a call from Broward County office. And I'm like, uh, sheriff's office. And I'm like, who the fuck is this, you know? And you don't know like if it's one of your other boys, what it is, mm -hmm. right? I pick up and it's him. And I'm like, fuck, like, fuck is going on? You don't know? call me. Yeah, why the fuck <laughs> you calling me? Exactly. Yeah. That's like what everybody lawyer. says. But he wasn't out for my best interest, right? Like course, he didn't give a yeah. fuck. That's for sure. And, uh, so then he and he didn't even want to speak to me. He was trying to get in touch with his girl. He just had no regard for my well-being that he just was like, yo, can you three-way my girl? I'm like, I'm your co-founder with this company that you just got jammed up for. They, for, they for, for federal. For the yeah. FBI just arrested you as you were trying to leave the country. And you're going to call me. Like, whatever. That's that's besides the point. And then um, they didn't, after that happened, they still didn't arrest me for like two months. Mm. And it, they so might why you ain't just get up out of here? It, it was, you know, it's tough to leave America. Like, like this, you got it good here, you know? And, yeah. like, a lot of my money's in cash at this point. It was, like, a weird thing. And you're just kind of in this life of just, I was just, like, doing drugs, going to the strip club, shopping every day, uh, and gambling, really. I was at Hard Rock, like, every day. How do you end up in jail from that point? So I just basically, two months go by of just, like, me just living life, basically. And then one day I'm in my crib. Uh, with my girl at the time. And then just like, I had came back from the Hard Rock at like two in the morning, I fall asleep. And like four in the morning, just bang, 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 bang. Like with the, the heavy bang, like the craziest bang you ever heard. And I thought I was getting robbed. I grab my strap, pick it up. And I'm like, you know, whatever, like, you know. Let's go, it's yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, it is. And fucking, 
And then you hear <clears throat> FBI, you're like, fuck, you know? Put this gun down. Yeah. <laughs> Put it right back down, right? <laughs> Put that shit right back down, fucking. And then I, I just basically go answer the door on my drawers and they they cuffed me up. They let me get dressed. They were they were like respectful and shit, you know. They took it was like I'm not gonna lie, if you was black, they'd have beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> Fair Put enough. you in cuffs with your drawers, dick hanging out. Yeah, get him in the car now. <laughs> I'm glad they showed some morality with you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Fair <laughs> enough, man. And then fucking um it was 420 actually. So like you know, I was smoking a lot at that time. I had mad weed. They and like my girl was a big pothead at the time. And they uh they just took like all the weed, whatever, like uh, and they took my gun. Right, because that shit was out. Like they didn't do a like a search warrant. They just was like when they don't do a search warrant, they're not supposed to go to your shit. But it was like out in, in visual eyes. So they took that, took me down and I was like just coming off so much drugs that that's really like the hardest part of the rest. Sitting right? in jail. Yeah. And they put you in like a in jail, they put you in like a suicide suit, like it's like um looks like a gladiator suit that's like Velcro over yeah. here. Um, like a turtle suit, whatever the fuck they call it. And you just basically withdrawn and it's like you in Broward County Jail, you know, it's like half of the jail looks like Kodak. Like a couple of them actually, yeah. A couple of them got sniper gang tattoos like on their face. Yeah. You're like, whatever, dude. You know, just sit. At, let me sit here, I guess. <laughs> so how long were you there? I wasn't there that long. They let me out after like a week to go to rehab. Mm. Okay, so this is what I want to know: at the height of the crime. How much money would you say the company had like had raised at that point? Uh, the height of the crime, we had probably access to four hundred million. What is the penalty? Because when I think about this type of stuff, right, I immediately uh, start thinking about Madoff, right? Like how mm -hmm. in two thousand eight, obviously we all know about what happened in America with the, the housing bust and all of this money and billions of dollars of these people. And then most of these guys get a slap on the wrist basically for robbing the country, leaving mm -hmm. people homeless, leaving people on drugs, et cetera. What is the penalty for, cause you sitting here with us right now, we talking about 2017. We talking about hundreds of millions of dollars and we get to sit, we get the profit off of it. One, write a book, a Netflix special, maybe a movie, who knows, right? <laughs> and it's like- I mean, it is a movie. Well, I mean, a, a, a documentary. You know, do, no, yeah. we have documentary, but a movie is, you know, mm -hmm. biography, somebody playing you. Who would play you, first of all? Who would play you? Uh, I, I mean, you try to play, like, the old me, and I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of me. Like, you've seen me back then. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I'd probably go with, like, Timothy Chalamet. I was going to say Timothy you know? Chalamet, man. So <laughs> like, skinny. I was, like, pale and shit. So, so you know, we got we got our Glasses? Things. What happened to the glasses? I still wear glasses. I used yeah. to always wear glasses. For right? sure, for sure. We 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 profiting off the crime and the pain of people. You know, like I said, I don't mean to take a dark term, but I have to speak on this because there are real people behind that money um, that you and those other people raise. You get to sit here freely, married, happy with children, off drugs, which is great for you. What is the penalty though for a crime like that? Like what what happened to you? You okay? They let you out in a week to go to rehab. Then what? So. I was facing like a hundred and something years, right? But I cooperated. My co-defendant got eight years and one got one year. That's the end result of all the penalties, right? It's the most craziest thing. Like, that's why they call it white collar crime. Like, 
it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. And there's a reason that's called white collar crime, right? Of course. If, if it's anything that's like from the streets, that shit is straight black collar crime, right? Yeah. That's what they might as well call mm -hmm. it. It's fucked up. But like football numbers for way less. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this guy's in jail right now for eight years, ten years. Because he weed, robbed a gas station for, well, for, for eight. Uh, even something like that. You mm -hmm. robbed a gas station or some weed crime, which I see now they're saying that um, Joe Biden is letting a bunch of people out. I know Trump, he let a bunch of people out with these minor offenses, and I think Obama started that. And it's strange to me, you know what I mean, that somebody could do that much damage to the planet. And then, I, listen, I'm glad you out, out and able to tell your story, right? Like me, I don't think nobody should be in jail for the rest of their life. Really, I mean, unless it's something with little kids or something, I think that's right. just repulsive right but there has to be something more than like you get to tell on everybody else and they like all right he told thanks this guy get eight years he'll be out in six you know good time good uh what do they call it when you do good behavior, good behavior, good behavior yeah. you get out and you know, probation mm -hmm. maybe even sooner the guy who get a year he's been out he probably started yeah. another crypto company <laughs> you know what i mean it's like yeah. how how is this even What's happening with the with the because because you're getting the, what is it, the district attorney is making this deal with you? What's happening with the FBI and what are they saying to you to get your sentencing not to be as high or harsh? I want to like get into that conversation because I think it's important for people to know like how you dealt with do you know how you dealt but you're with still that. in the system right like what like what's what's going on right now? I'm still on probation today. Okay, well, and, and, yeah. three years. I'm I'm done uh, in April 2025. How much jail time did you actually do? Like a week. No way. Y'all hear this? That's crazy. My boy did a week in jail for stealing a half a billy, man. A half a billion dollars. My boy did a week in jail. Damn. And he still get to get rich again. You understand this part? A half a billion and you get to get rich again. It's a fucked up world, it's man. I don't, make, I don't make, I don't make, don't the, make I don't make the rules, rules right? Don't make, I don't make the rules. <laughs> you don't make like the Jordan, rules. Jordan Belfort, same shit. He did two years, and you know he he had made whatever he made. It's, it's now he on a campaign. He go out and do yeah. TED talks. It's about crazy. Get richer. <laughs> I don't want to take that angle in life where I'm doing sales shit after the fact, right? Like I'm not a, I wasn't a good salesman. I don't think he was a good salesman. We just both was good at fraud, and we made a lot of bread, right? But like, I want to try to use my you know, my likeness now for positive shit, you know, talk mm -hmm. about like addiction, all this type of shit, childhood trauma. I want to do good with this whole story in the end, but I totally agree that it wasn't a fair sentence. Like, and it, like, I, as much as I sat with the FBI and the prosecutors and, and worked through it and um, to just for one guy to get eight years and a lot of people had lost this money, it's crazy. But the, the, the one thing about the whole thing is that they did, uh, seized basically when they arrested us, they seized like um, a lot of money, you know. So, like, basically, that's, that was my question because, yeah, that's what you wanted to get to. If if they're seizing the money, like, where where does it go? Is it going back to the government? Is it going back to the, the pockets of mm -hmm. the people that that invested? Like, who is it going to? So, this is like the weirdest part of this whole thing, right? Is uh, so they seized and they have uh, a ton of money that's basically sitting in the government's possession, right? They, they took 100,000 Ethereum, sold it all, and they have that money. The money still to this day hasn't been claimed, only by like a few people. There's a class action suit that's going on that they're trying to get access to the money. 
but it, it's like a weird thing where like the I people who sent the money ain't even trying to get the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, so they was fries too. <laughs> well, that's where the crypto space is so so weird, right? People don't want to pay taxes on on money that they're making that they never put their name on nothing. So they they someone that invested a million dollars might have made that off fucking Shiba Inu coin or whatever bullshit coin was going on back then, and they never even claimed any of that money where you're supposed to be paying taxes on it, yeah. on short-term income tax on that shit every year. So they just, people just kind of disappear off the off of the face of the map when yeah, it comes to There's also, the, like, cryptocurrency is weird in the fact that people invest in different shit coins and forget their account, forget the, the shit that they're investing in. Like, I, I, got, I got certain shit, honestly, that, like, I don't know where it is. I know I got like tens of thousands of dollars in different coins that I don't even know where the fuck is at. Yeah. So, so when you're investing in all these little things, you you gotta really keep track. Like the shit is is it, it can but, be a lot. I, I guess in the case because you mentioned the guy in his trailer, it's it, it, I'm, I'm assuming he's on a documentary or he's in the documentary. Who you said a guy that's like living in his trailer or something? That oh, you one of the victims. For you, one yeah, of the one of the victims. Yeah. So, so in a in a situation like that where you can put a face to it. Do you know how much money he initially invested into uh, your your currency? That person, I I I I don't know exactly how much that person lost. No. I mean, my question then is, if you were to become successful through your endeavors now, would you be the honorable person? Right. I mean, it's not just you; it's other people involved too. But just you yourself, would you be the honorable person and say, "Hey, you know what? I want to personally pay this guy back because the litigation alone to try to get that money back from the FBI is going to be crazy." And, and, and two, what is your personal financial burden that you have to pay back? Because I heard you say something about you have to pay some money back yeah. in restitution, right? Yeah. What is your personal balance that you owe to the victims? I owe like uh, about $3 million. Have you paid some of that back? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. You intend on paying I basically pay a percentage of everything that I make. So every dollar I make until it's paid off, I they take a percentage of it. Mm. Right, so I that's like a weird question, right? Where it's like the personal person that like that that one guy that like maybe if I seen him on the street and like I don't know, I, like a lot of times the people that are in these documentaries, like that guy, I don't know, he if, maybe he didn't even put the money, up. or maybe he only <laughs> lost a few thousand, right? right if it's right. like something like that, if it's like a reasonable thing, and I felt bad for the guy, yeah, of course. But like as far as me doing right and paying back like uh, what I I owe, I, I'm gonna pay that back. Yeah, you know, I, I have a goal to pay that back. So what what's the vibe now? Like what what are you into now? What's the next step? Um, I I have uh like an iHeartRadio podcast that I'm doing, um, and then I did this documentary, and then I I just want to get into this media space of just kind of, you know, same thing you guys got going on here. The podcast space is awesome. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, you know, but I I just have to figure out a, a way where I'm talking about something that like I actually love. You know, like mm -hmm. like it's fun. Like like when you do, you know, uh, this is different for you, but like the like a music aspect, you got something that you love that you're talking about with people that also love it. And I think that's a crazy good dynamic, right? For sure. Um, and it, and my next thing is is I feel like you were just so tapped in with the crypto, and 2024 is slated to be the year that crypto goes crazy again. So are you investing in crypto? What are your thoughts on crypto? Is your mind even on crypto anymore? What's what's the vibe? Um, my mind's definitely on crypto. Um, it's a little bit of a weird question um, as far as like 
being a part or involved with anything because I'm not really, oh, I'm not allowed to like, I think like there's certain rulings, right? Where like, I don't think I'm ever allowed to like be a part of a crypto company. No, I mean, just from the aspect of investing. If I, I'm like uh, basic as shit with crypto investing ideology now, or it would just be Bitcoin, Ethereum, stock market, S&P 500. I would never go anywhere else just because I know personally what like I was able to do. Mm-hmm. I just don't trust anything anymore, you know, like I and I just know how easy it is. You create a coin and it's just so much fluff behind it. Even the good ones, you know, Solana, whatever it is, like Solana is doing really well. And it's, it's like maybe a great coin and maybe there's great people. But it's just so hard to trust any of that that I just say stick with Ethereum. Like I think Ethereum is the, the real moneymaker. And, then you know, anybody wants to fuck around and take chances, take your chances. But I just think there's a lot of bullshit. Like I think. In 2017, when all those companies were created, like 75% of them ended up falling apart, right? So, like, when you take these risks, you know, just know it's a real risk, right? But mm-hmm. if you want to, like, stay around, like, I think you can invest in Ethereum and do really well in in the long term of just keeping it and holding it. What, what do you think about um, Sam Bankman? Sam Bankman, I think, is... Um, just as bad, if not worse, to me. And then he was driving a Toyota Camry the whole time and fucking some ugly girl. <laughs> That's my my opinion on it, right? <laughs> so I, you know, I, yo, I don't think he's relatable. <laughs> I'm glad he's, you know, like I'm glad he's going to jail. How much time you think he's gonna get? I think he'll get like at least twenty. Twenty years. He just it was such was a. That? It was such a. You know, uh, Sam Sam Bakeman Freed or Fried, I think is how you pronounce his name. Basically, yeah, he 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 started a company. It was crypto too, right? Yeah, and yeah. um, like a crypto I mean, exchange. He he raised all this money. He was fucking buying his mom and dad houses. He was like going crazy with the bread. And uh, I think yeah, this year they was trying to get up out the country. Him and his partner, they caught him in somewhere else, and now they they just brought him in. So I mean, he's gonna definitely get some serious time but i just don't know or understand what the difference is between your crime and his crime and why and why he gets he potentially he who knows he might get fucking two years too you know what i'm saying but they arresting him he don't have a bail i don't think he just in that joint he had a bail he was bailed he was on bail then they convicted him and he was guilty so now he's in jail i don't know if they sentenced him but they remanded him after his sentencing was guilty so like he had bail originally he was out which is how every case works. You get arrested, you get a bail or no bail, whatever. He had a bail, he was out. And then I don't think they I don't think he was out. He was out for a little bit. Okay. And then he he like fucked up because what, after he got out, my my uh partner in this business did the same thing. He put out a press release against the FBI saying how it was bullshit what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's in jail right now, my partner. Like he could have done the same shit as me. So he's still your partner's still in jail. Yeah. And when was he sentenced? Um a few years ago, so he did. He, he walked the streets the time before he was on house arrest. We were both on house arrest okay. for a while. He so he and he was on house arrest for probably like two years, but then, he kept fucking up. Like he kept trying to like create. He tried to create a whole new crypto while he was on house arrest. Damn. He, he I I literally. Oh, he had a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And crook of the century. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like I got sober and I was like, listen, I need to change my life, right? Like, mm-hmm. like God hit me with like. You can get sober this time because I had been to rehab 13 times in my life. Like, I had been fucked up my whole life. So, like, when I I felt like just this overwhelming burden of, like, this crime was, like, I was going to either get my shit together now or I was done. And I just, you know, changed my life around from that point on. I, I think that 
factored in a lot um, in regards to my sentence as well. You know, like the drug addiction part really did factor in. And also like the childhood shit really, they factor in that type of stuff. Man, they do, yeah, listen, respectfully, they do that with white people. They talk about your childhood. They like, oh, he came from a broken family. The dad wasn't around. We do not get the same benefit of the doubt as, as black people. And I don't mean to make it a racial thing, but it's just facts when I'm listening to some of it. It's like, how is this possible? How, how you know, listen, once again, I'm glad you out of jail. I don't, you know, I don't think, I think the, the, the jail system is corrupt and crazy and just some of these laws need to be changed in general. You know what I mean? But when I'm hearing like basically a slap on the wrist, we get the sympathy story. We do not get this to the black community. Like, you, it's like one thing. You they giving you football numbers. You like ninety nine years for something like crazy. You know. So I I, I don't know. I, I take it. I just listen with a little bit of just sadness. You know what I mean? Like not not because I want you to be in jail, but just because I could think of so many friends and family members who did 10, 15 years for like petty little bitty crimes. Trust me, I, I know I'm white, right? Like I've been through the cr criminal system and I've never went to jail, right? I know I'm white and I- and I Crazy. Even in my book, I write about that. Yeah. Like I, I, I speak exactly on that thing, on, on exactly what you're talking about, about being white and just like how it's crazy that I never went to jail. <laughs> it, like I, I fully get what you're saying. And yeah. you know, it, part of it is also like having like uh, like really good lawyers, but there's no way that people get as much grace as I got in, in, in the whole thing. I 100% agree. Mm -hmm. What was the thought process in uh in being at the Hard Rock so much? Was were you trying to were you trying to was there a, a ploy? Like what what was what was going on in your mind? Because you was in that motherfucker religiously. Um, I like just as much as like I had a drug addiction. I'm a degenerate gambler, right? Like I was just still. You feel like you, you gamble a lot still, or uh, no, not still. Not so but much, but yeah. um, at that time, like um. I just love gambling. I I love it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and that baccarat, that baccarat will get you. Yeah, Oof. it's fun. It know? was. It was. It was fun. Just the whole lifestyle of it. Like I had this, and when you met me, I had left the company. So like I was like uh, I had a business before the car business had uh, Centratech, and I was working like endless hours, right? Like a hundred hours a week on Centratech, even though it was fraud. I was working like crazy, right? And then I left for like two, three months, and that was when I met you. So mm -hmm. it was just during this weird period of my life where, like, I wasn't working, and I had all the money, right? Like, and then I, I literally was having, like, 50000 a day, every single day, for months, hit my bank account from, like, because you can only cash out a certain amount of day. Yeah, you would literally show me. He would uh, bring out the computer, and he would refresh it. He would, like, watch me refresh it again. It's more, more money, more money, every single time. More money. You ain't want to get in on that? Bruh. What's up with your boo? I told him not to. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I was I, I, I actually was like, how can I mean I didn't know what was going on. I'm 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 just like, damn, like, what am I missing? Like, let me in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, I mean obviously I ain't I ain't know what was what was going on going on, but uh crypto became so attractive to me at that time. If you would have got in on it, you'd be in jail right now. Still. He'd be I, oh, I'd be in jail. <laughs> it was like I ain't even created. He's the ringleader. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even created. You'd God be damn. in jail right now looking like Kodak Black. Shout out to Kodak. Uh, <laughs> My favorite rapper alive. Yeah, uh, man. But so so Florida. 
while you're down here in Miami, you run around with because are you was you driving nice cars while you was doing your your crypto thing? Yeah. So you just hitting everything moving. You was just going crazy. Uh, it was the best years ever. <laughs> I was driving any car I wanted, endless money, and fucking just uh, all I did was the crazy thing is I just would just go to strip clubs. I ended up. Fall in love with hookers more than anything, really. Not even hookers. Like, Miami strippers are just the baddest girls in the world. And, you know, out here is wild. Like, you know, I hate to break it to you, but they all could be bought. You know, that's just how it goes out here. And fucking, I would just be there every day, basically. I had no life, really. Like, I had no friends out here anymore. Like, I had just had a bad breakup with my my, my partner, my business partner. And um, I was just kind of out here just gambling and living like a... Full degenerate lifestyle, right? What what made you what made you you know snitch? What made you turn state's evidence? What made you? So I snitched on someone that I hated my whole life that I ended up being business partner with, and then basically robbed me at the end, of it, like fucked me over, right? So like I had left on bad terms, right? Like all the money that I had personally made was like behind his back because we were fighting, mm. right? So like I had. I was snitching on him no matter what. First off, I'm not from this, like, I'm not like a, like, I have no street code that I'm following, right? Like, right. I, I'm a white I mean, kid. but you wanted to be a gangster. You know that. The mob yeah. has a code. Omerta, you don't talk to the cops. If you, you know ever watch mean? Power. I watch Power. Right? Pretty much how Ghost goes about his business. Tommy is the real street one. Ghost kind of just like, whatever's best for his personal interest, that's what he does. That's <laughs> so pretty much me. Right? <laughs> I'm not fucking like it'd be different if 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 my business partner was my brother or uh, my best friend, right? right? But there was like uh, no no relationship, really. yeah, no relationship. And so like you think that justify you going and snitching on your boy, man? After you made millions of dollars, wasn't my boy, hundred <laughs> percent. What would he say? What would he say? What is he saying right now? Oh, uh, you're a snitch. Go, go for it. Call me a snitch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so you so so you think you know just the. Six nine, he didn't he didn't snitch. Those were his people. Nah, he said he was fucking his girl and he had his same reasoning. Fuck my girl, I would snitch on you too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Hey yo, at least he's keeping it a hundred for sure. Nah, but you know what I mean. Listen, when you're doing the crime, you know the consequences that come with it. You gotta live and die by those consequences, man. That's just that's just I don't care. It's, I don't know if that's street code. I think that's just the, the rules of life. You know what I'm saying? Or you create your own fate. Create his own fate. You ain't snitched for noble reasons. You snitched basically to keep, keep yourself outside and be able to... 100%. That's right. <laughs> that boy. Hey. I'm not I'm not. I arguing. don't agree. You know what I'm saying? I personally, you know, I'm not a criminal, first of all. Where's my camera? I'm not a criminal, so I, I wouldn't... But... You know what I'm saying? If I decided to live a life of crime and profit off the crime, you do the crime, you do the time. You don't talk to the cops. You know, and who knows? Maybe he would have got less time. You got a couple years. How many people actually went to jail uh, because you told? One person. Just him? Yep. Nobody else went to jail? Nope. And why? Was it, was, and how many people was it? It was three of us. One one guy was like our... our he was just like this complete moron... Used to be like a stripper, and fucking, we had him like just doing like our dirty Yo, work. He's like, hilarious. Man. <laughs> we had him like doing our fucking dirty. He's, he's that is funny. They found an old clip of him in the documentary of him stripping on Wendy Williams. 
and they put it in. Wow. He, he's gonna be mad embarrassed when he sees the documentary. I feel bad for that kid, honestly. He was just like this dumbass kid that was like my other partner's girl's brother. So like he he's like my his, his uh, whatever his brother-in-law, my other partner's brother-in-law. So he just basically got came into our office one day and we just needed like more hands in the chat room and we just brought him in and he fucking thought he was a big shot like and how much money did he make nothing and he just was running around holding on his dick like he was the man yeah i mean he made like we were paying him like a good salary yeah you know but um i don't know how he didn't know like he still to this day says central tech was a good company he's in the documentary he he texted the director after the fact and was like that's fucked up you made central tech look so bad I, I can't even fathom the thought of how someone could be that dumb. Like how someone could still say <laughs> he got a Central Tech tattoo in the documentary. No way. Oh shit. I guess it's wild, man. I, the other kid's still in jail that he swears by the company too. But they, they don't like I know what I say and like I say like um like I seen a couple articles just saying like I say like I'm proud of what I did or whatever, but I'm not. It's not that I'm proud of what I did. I think it's just a good story and I, when I speak I, I laugh and I, I Joke about yeah. like my story, right? But the other kid, he swears by the company, but they all don't want to like talk about that first initial money that was raised was all off bullshit. Of course. You know what I mean? And that's like where I was, that's why I'm able to tell my stories because I, I was able to admit that and, and I did what I did. Well, when I watch the trailer, um, I think there's going to be a lot of people that's going to uh, eat this up and, and want to see it because it's a new kind of crime. This kind of crime didn't really exist mm -hmm. ten years ago, right? So when when you when you sent me that trailer, I was like, "Holy shit! This is this is gold in terms of of people wanting to see it, you know? Because crypto is is like the it's, it's the new it's, gold rush. It's, it's the new gold rush, mm -hmm. and everybody's interested in it. And people are like, "Should I jump in? Should I not? Is it a scam? Is it not? And um and I think this story just shows a side of crypto that seemingly is going away because yeah i was i was going to ask do you think it could happen again do you think somebody could come along and do what you did it's happening today it's happening it's not really going I mean, away since you told on everybody already i didn't tell, tell on nobody you, you don't think you don't think that you think since it. the government is is now just like stepping in and and doing away with these companies that it's being regulated a little more it's because before they they it was like a blind eye the wild, wild and, West. and everybody could make a coin right like i feel like there's consequences now there's definitely consequences but there's instead of opening a company out of delaware which was like a good company to hide your identity when you're opening an llc they're opening it out of a foreign country like malta and they're doing the same thing on vpns sitting in america and trying to do exactly what i did maybe yeah but i mean with everything there's going to be scam right i mean there's scams on credit cards but like when there is regulation you're just going to have less people scamming is 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 my point now nah, the scammers just get smarter i don't know about smarter mm. necessarily i think it's more so that like i get what you're saying right and i agree with what you're saying but I think there's probably I got cryptocurrency, so I'm trying to pump my shit up. <laughs> nah, I think y'all over here trying to pump my shit down. I got millions of dollars invested <laughs> in goddamn, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I need my shit to be pumped. Nah. I think it's like better um as far as like a whole circle and like there's more talked about and people are more knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. So like there's less scams that are getting away with it. They're getting shut down faster. Mm -hmm. But there's more people, there's still more people attempting to do it, right? But which is just like you said, just like credit cards, there's people, more people ever like and yeah, I met hundreds of people yeah. doing credit card scams like yeah. in my in my lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it's still a thing, of course. 
But with regulation and people knowing that there's going to be a consequence for, for, for your actions, I just feel like it's, it's some sort of regulation had to, hap- had to happen so that cryptocurrency can fly. You do you know, think the I, regulation I, is good? I do. Nah, but the point of crypto was because people wanted to be deregulated. They wanted to be able That's to the whole argument. make That's their money the without but, paying taxes and but spending I, but money. I, I, but I, I, th- I personally think it needs some sort of regulation so that it's not the wild, wild west. There needs to be some kind of structure. But that's why I appreciate the bigger coins and not the ones that are doing too much kind, different kinds of ideas and technology. And, and like you said earlier, to me, there's like two or three coins that I, that I would bet the house on because... I feel like they are built on um, things that matter and things that actually work. But Bit- that's the what coins? <laughs> Bitcoin to me is 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 golden. You know that is like having a gold bar. Agreed. To me, Ethereum that it just has so much technology and, and and art that's that's attached to it. To me, Ethereum is could be like uh, could be like the biggest company in the world. You know what I'm saying? Because it, there's just so many technologies that are being um, opened from Ethereum. Right? Listen, I think that's the... I'm just playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I think about this... Are you in crypto? Yeah, I have yeah. crypto too. You know, I'm, I'm a gambler though. I'm like my boy. I'm going to try something, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and maybe I get lucky and I get out before it go bad, right? But I look at, like, look at Bernie Madoff, right? We talked about him a little bit earlier, you know? Everybody thought Bernie, Bernie was Bitcoin. You know what I'm saying? If you got a Bernie to get you to be able to invest with him, man, you knew you like, hey. And he went through the Jewish community and got a lot of his fellow Jewish men to invest in his company. And it was all fake. It was all a Ponzi scheme. He was robbing Peter to pay Paul. And he did that for years, decades. You know what I'm saying? Across time. And it was all fake. And he, I mean, he was going into the... Meetings with Bush and Clinton. I, I, and I get that, but this is this is different. This is not a. It's, per- no, it's you're, not. You're different. not trusting a person. Bitcoin is no, it, no, no. It's you not are, a, somebody owns and controls it. Somebody's in charge of that. No, but Bitcoin is it's you're holding value, right? And as Bitcoin goes up and down, your money goes up and down. It's just like gold, right? As gold goes up and down in value, your your the, the, your profit goes up and down. No, but gold you can physically touch. You could physically have gold. Yeah, what money do you have that you can physically touch? How much of your money do you, can you physically touch? You can touch none of it. They, the bank owns all your bread. Of course. What's the difference? Of course. A man owns what... a man owns that bank too. By the way, who yes. you who, who do you trust more? But why do why do you trust that bank more? They're, they're literally taking the money that you own, and they're giving it to somebody else. You know that, and you still put your money in the bank. Yes. Bitcoin is not doing that with your money. They're yeah, not. They're yes not reloaning your bread. Yeah, yes and no. And then paying some, and then having somebody pay a premium to uh, loan your money. Out. Listen, that's just whole, a crazy I agree. concept. Whole, I agree with you. On that. That's whole, a crazy the concept. The whole system is built on fraud. You know, what that's, that's <laughs> his Even point the American though. Government. Yes, that's his point. It's built on. It's built on. I know, but, but but what but what fraud are you gonna? What what fraud would you rather uh, rather be uh, putting your money to, into? If, if I only had two choices, the Bitcoin or keep my shit in the bank, I'm gonna keep my shit in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the bank, if the bank was was paying the and I, dividends and I, the way, but look, you know let me saying, let me tell you something. Did, you say that right now, but market. in ten years we're gonna c- cut this tape back, and you're gonna eat your words. I, listen, let me tell you what I have a problem with, and this is this is where I go way to the to the fucking left. I have a problem with 
all of the fucking electronic shit. They trying to get rid of cash in general. You know what I'm saying? Look at what happened up in Canada when they were protesting the, the truckers or whatever. They start cutting their bank accounts off, all kind of shit. They're going to start doing the same thing with crypto too. So when we get to talk about all oh, who's the regulators, no, that's what I mean. That's what you want. You they, want the regulators? No, to- no, no. I, I want them to, to to weed out all of the the fuckery. That's what I want. I want. I want. Once all the of, government get involved, it's over with. No, I, they 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 shouldn't yeah. be able. To, they shouldn't be able to touch certain shit. But there needs to be some sort of regulation. Let, let me say something here. Let me let me say something from like. Get a, the COVID shot. Go ahead. I, I agree. <laughs> I wouldn't get that shit either. Right. <laughs> I never would get that shit. <laughs> But that's besides yeah. the point, right? <laughs> we we, we going to talk. We're going to talk. Yeah. We're going to talk. We don't need to get political, right? Yeah. But fucking, uh, yeah, no, nah, like what Jason's saying, I agree with so much. Because like Bitcoin, it isn't controlled by anybody, really. But I mean, there might be some people that own so much of it that they have a lot of control. But there's the person that created it, no one knows. And he's supposedly... It know. might be you. Because you the nigga that created Bitcoin. <laughs> now that we're sitting fuck here. Is this the next winner? <laughs> yeah, Satoshi or whatever. But like fucking... The Ethereum's a little different with Vitalik uh, Butrim. And he's like just... If you've seen him, you'd be like, they ain't... I guess... I mean, with Sam Bankfried, he threw it everything off because he was so nerdy. But yeah, he was a nerd. Vitalik is like a alien. So like I kind of trust him. But... Um, <laughs> but fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you ever it seen looks trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, more nerdy, he, he, the more nerdy you look, the more trustworthy. Yeah, you he's like, oh, nah, he ain't taking my money and spitting on strip clubs and, yeah. and shit like that. He's, it's been too long. He would have ate or he he's making so much bread without <laughs> doing the wrong thing. But fucking, uh, but Bitcoin, no one really owns. So like, it's it is like kind of, and the government can't even regulate it essentially yet. Uh, there's only a certain way they can regulate it, and that's like if they have full access of your internet, right? So that only way is if they completely regulate your internet, which they partially do with like the NSA, but they don't, they can't admit that, right? But that's a whole nother Yet. conversation. <laughs> that's slowly, but that's the same. But, but that's what Jason was kind of saying with like that's what they're doing now with your money from J.P. Morgan or from Chase or Bank of America. That that's but in that, but in quicker. the worst way. Yeah. In the worst, I the fact I, that you could put your hard-earned money, and then they 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 have the audacity to pay you this minute amount of money interest on your money that's less than the amount of inflation is crazy. Of course, the, I mean your money sit in the bank, it, it loses value. When it come to money in the bank, although I'm I want less government involved with all my shit, I still know if something happened, I could get my fucking money back. You know what I'm saying? At some we, level, we, we hope. As right now, as this sits, at some level, we can get our bread back. You know what I'm saying? We hope it don't just disappear. It's, it's not. It's People not. By, be it's, it's not by chance that you know a lot of the billionaires that I know, they just get gold bars. They just got gold bars. Like why? Why? Why they getting? Why all the billionaires I know got so many gold bars? And this shit going bad, man. So what's going on? So we need to get a bunker. <laughs> you you heard about um uh what's the Facebook guy name Zuckerberg got the bunker in Hawaii yeah spent two hundred million dollars on the bunker on the fucking bunker in Hawaii Bill Gates got a bunker I got a, I got another billionaire friend that got a bunker he telling me about the shit that he building I'm can't, like damn mention his name. are you trying to, no <laughs> I'm trying to tell I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to uh. 
I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing with my life. Maybe I need to be building a but bunker. But these too. bunkers and shit, bro, that means the shit gonna go bad and it's, it ain't no money. What do they know that we don't know? What you gonna do with gold once uh, 90 billion motherfuckers die? You know what I'm saying? What you gonna do with the gold? Yeah, we gonna have to have some sort of, of currency, right? No, you gonna have to be able to lift something, nigga, or plant a seed. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make a jacket. You know what I'm saying? No, nigga, if, you not, if, if, train, not, if 90 million people die, there's still 7 billion I mean, people in the world. It's, it's only. Eight billion people, you know what I'm saying? You said I said ninety billion. I was you joking. said oh, oh, you know I thought you said million. But if if let's say seven billion people die, oh come on, that's man. a lot of people. That's a lot of fucking people. What, what are we gonna get do hit with, with a fucking meteor? <laughs> they might hit us with anything. They saying now <laughs> the aliens real, man. The fucking aliens own Bitcoin. They saying now they real. You know what I'm saying? I mean, apparently the aliens own uh, Ethereum. <laughs> they do. They that ass too. Yo, nah, for real. Oh, this, this has been this has been amazing, man. You having a, a, an amazing story. Do you, you got any regrets? Um, I have a regret that people lost money, but from a like I, I go through this question a lot, and it's such a hard question to answer from where my life is today and like how it all turned out. Right? I never went to jail. I have a like this story was such a like a fun, like I enjoyed the time that I had during this period of cryptocurrency and doing all this crazy shit. Um, it saved my life. It got me off of drugs. So from a selfish point of view, I don't regret it, right? But as far as people losing money, of course I, I regret uh, hurting anybody, right? Like nowadays, I don't want anybody to be hurt. I wish everybody would be made whole. But uh, from a selfish point, I can't say I regret. The whole journey, journey, yeah. Um, I'm curious to go from having everything to back to normal. Like, what what does that feel like? And and did it take some time to kind of kind of just adapt? Because I, I I couldn't imagine having literally all of the money in the world and then to have nothing again. It's it, it's such like a hard question to answer um the the fucked up part is that like i still feel like i'm doing better than like everybody i know my age that i grew up with right so like it it's like a weird thing where like i've always been able to figure it out no matter what's going on in my life i've always figured it out right like most people my age especially now with inflation and rates and everything no one's got a house that i went to high school with mm-hmm. everybody's fucking broke now I'm, i got a house i got kids i got a wife i'm doing i'm doing good in life yeah, but when, when you used but to walk into far, a room, you used to walk into a room different. You do you do you still have that same confidence? Do you still have that same? I have that same confidence in the sense of like I've gotten healthy. I feel like I look better than I ever looked. I feel like I'm in my sure. prime, um, yep. health wise and look wise. Uh, but as far as like financially, I'm not where I was. I feel like I can get back there, legitimately. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's definitely a, like a it hits you in the gut, right? And it's like the humbling. And like when I was like uh, first on probation and shit, they make you work. I was working construction back after doing all that shit, working fucking in the cold, fucking yeah. <laughs> struggling, right? Like like that shit is hard as shit. That's fucking. probably what made you want to work out and yeah, I got healthy. Right. Yeah, and that was just like I needed something to fulfill me, right? Like and exercise is like amazing. That shit really like changes your life once you get into it. Let's cut the shit. <laughs> <laughs> How much fucking cash did you hide before this shit? <laughs> <laughs> you know How much cash do you hide? 
You know what I'm saying? Before the shit went bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now nah, I'm broke, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You said, I'm broke, baby. You know, you know you had a stash somewhere, man. You know what I'm saying? That's what everybody says. The whole fucking documentary makes it out like that. Like it ends on yeah. a cliffhanger. Like how much Everybody <laughs> swears by that shit, you know? Y'all can fucking figure out whatever y'all want to figure out. Hey. This that's that's amazing, but I think you hit the cash. And that, and that's smart, you know. You, you you're a smart guy. You was able to do all that for sure. You knew the end was near when that boy <laughs> called you. When your man called you from jail, and he was like, "Hey man, put me on the phone. My girls fucked up. They got me." You was like, "Oh shit, I need to." You gotta man, figure it out. Man, let me put this. Let me put this thing together. You know. What, what, um, right now, you know, because you you and it just to you know to sum everything up. Um, where, where's your mom in all of this? While all this is is happening at that time. My mom is uh, like a single mom, ride or die, right? So like, she thinks the government's fucked up. Of course, you know, like uh, there's no, I could never do wrong in my mom's eyes, no matter what. Um, throughout this whole thing, like she was always there, right? Like fucking every time I went to rehab, tried to get sober, she took me there, right? So fucking, my mom is right there with me still to this day. That's right. You know, she'll never leave. You can never do wrong by your mother, you know. Yeah. And then, like you know, when I had it, like when I had it back then. She was living good too. You make know? sure she so was like good. you always make sure your mother's good no matter what. So he hid the money at his mom's house. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> go, go ahead, wrap it up, Jay. Yeah, man. Uh, all in all, man. Everybody, make sure you go see this documentary. It's called Bitconned. It's out right now. Go check that out. It's all over Netflix. You can't miss it. Bitconned. Um, and I just want to say, man. I hope that you realize what really matters in life. You know. Um, I've been on both sides. I've, I've had nothing and then I've had everything as well. Um, and the important things uh, for me, at least, has always been the people that are closest to me and, and finding the things that I love to do and doing those things more. You know, and that's always made me really happy, man. So hopefully you can find that same kind of happiness. I appreciate that. And I see the same people that was around you back then, you still got around you, man. It's amazing. Yeah, these it's ugly motherfuckers still around me now. <laughs> Day ones, man. And how many of those strippers have you seen recently? <laughs> nah, man. I'm married, man. Yeah, okay. That's right. That's yeah, right. My yeah. boy, married, man. It's been a great interview. Yeah. We appreciate your time, brother. And, you know, I hope that you spread the good news of to some of these kids who may be thinking about doing fraud or getting into some craziness that is not worth it. You know what I mean? You, you risking your life for uh, temporary happiness. The same thing, rather you're doing fraud, you're in a drug game, you, you're trying to rob guys, temporary happiness. He had hundreds of millions of dollars and then he had to start all over construction and ultimately the happiness came from having a wife, having the kids, doing the right thing. And um, you know, I think you're gonna be blessed because you made that turn, brother. So congratulations on being sober for the last seven years. Mm -hmm. And I look forward Thank to you. paying even more close attention to your journey moving forward, man. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. For sure. Thank you, brother. That was on the road.